SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. All right, here we go. Sportsbook Radio from the KSHP Studios in Las Vegas on the Sports Grid Radio Network Series Channel 204. Brian Blessing and Stevie Slapshot. Glad to be with you on a Wednesday. Chuck Esposito is going to join us from Sunset Station. Mark Lawrence, Playbook.com will check in. And it's a Golden Knights game day locally on KSHP at 1 o'clock. Dave Shane from the Review Journal will join us from L.A., a Golden Knights game day. Spin the wheel at Terrible Herbs uh, when they're back home. $1,000 VGK prize pack. But you can win tickets to a future Golden Knights game on social media, Adam S. Cutler on Twitter. And you wear some hockey garb. Over to John Smith Subs, 9701 West Flamingo. You get 10% off your order. So there's a lot on the docket. And we're going to rock and roll and have some fun with you today. Stevie is here. But the big news, Steve, we're thrilled to hear that the governor has said on June 1st, Las Vegas is open, open for business, 100%. Immediately, you get a UFC fight card. McGregor is going to be a T-Mobile, 20,000 fans. It sounds great. Knock on wood. Let's get back to being smart and keep going. But that's huge news for this community. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, dollar-wise. And then for the Knights, does that mean, you know, they can go full capacity, 18? At, at, uh, wow. So, and, and just in time as they make a playoff run and, and, and get into the playoffs. I mean, that's good for the Knights. I mean, they, they, that crowd helps them win hockey games. I will tell you this. You probably look up in the sky, think how many more airplanes you're going to be seeing on June 1st. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. People been people been waiting to come here. They're, they're, they'll come now. Good for the books. Just got to be well. Good for everybody. Everybody, I mean, but you got to right. be smart about it. And you know, you know, but like our friends over at Oasis, we you know, a place like that's been going fifty percent capacity, hundred percent capacity now. Forty nine fifty five South Decatur. We love everybody over there. When they're in watching games, you're coming in from out of town. Maybe you go where the locals are, but you can go in. You have a frosty. Maybe play the machines, watch the games. Kitchens open 24-7. Think about that. I mean, that there'll be like a business even on the graveyard shift now. If it's 100%, that means more people are going to maybe start to make that part of their routine again. And routine is probably the big word in this whole thing. 
Follow me at Stevie Slapshot if you want some great graveyard deals, by the way. I know some places to go. Oh, are you? Oh, in those late night hours. You yeah. know, no, nobody, people remember Zig Fricasse. Yeah. Uh, he's on Sirius. And I worked with him at the Empire Sports Network many moons ago when we were doing the Sabres games. But he with- was in Vegas mm-hmm. eons ago. Yeah, I worked with him. But, and then he, then he came back to Buffalo, and then and now he's in New York City. But he used to rave about... All the three ninety nine steak and, and, and terribles, you know, at midnight. Oh, there were some great deals. When, when I first moved to town, that's kind of what I lived on. I worked overnight, and I would uh, I would get off my shift and, and go uh, at the old Debbie Reynolds. It was called the Paddle Wheel at that time, and they had a great overnight uh, menu over there. Hey, by the way, we got a lot of action here. Among the action, Arizona and Minnesota playing hockey obviously they want to play in the day because they've been having problems at night right so they got the game in smart move i believe yes uh so one one almost five minutes into the second period in that game and we got a lot of baseball going yankees up four three on the blue jays bottom six the blue jays have the bases loaded with nobody out washington's up four nothing on st louis and they're threatening for more in the top of the sixth Milwaukee's up 3-0 on the Cubs in the middle of the fifth. Nothing on the board with the Angels and the Royals in the third. And the Red Sox, another day activity in Minnesota. Okay. Boston is up 3-0 on the Twins. So that's the cool thing about just getting some daytime action, too. That's the one thing baseball kind of brings to the equation, which is always good fun. We're at that time of the year in the NHL, too, Brian, where guys are being now listed out for the year, unfortunately. Radulov had surgery for Dallas on his abdomen. He's now done for the year. Uh, uh, who, who did you start with? Radulov? No, do you want me to start with Eichel? Uh, start with the, the biggest name. <laughs> okay. Uh, do, you, yeah. do you tell me Jack Eichel's not a bigger name than Radulov? Don't even, don't even, don't even, I'll turn your mic on. Eichel's got a herniated disc in his neck, which well, is scary. No, no. It, now that, that is scary. It is scary. Um, he he's had some injuries before too. Is is he a star-crossed kind of guy, or is or, or or is he done with it now? And and he'll be back next year better than ever. What what do we think? I I, I couldn't even begin to tell you. All right, but a neck injury though is a scary thing. It sure is. Absolutely. And the odds are he was not playing well. He was. I mean, he was okay before the neck injury. Yeah, I mean, he he was just he was you know he was good. Jack Eichel's great. He was not great at any point of the season before he got hurt. I think he was hurt before. And the hit that put him out was a nothing burger. So it it literally had to just aggravate and officially pop that thing out. But that's scary. A young superstar with a neck injury. That is scary. Or was he not playing well because of who he's playing with? No, I think he was hurt. Okay. No, no. All right. No, I think he was hurt. All right, we're going to come back. We're going to take a timeout. Coming back with Chuck Esposito. Off to the races on the Sports Grid Radio Network, Series 204. Glad you're with us on Vegas Sportsbook Radio. What is the winning end? SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions. 
Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. Back with you here, Sportsbook Radio in Las Vegas. Brian Blessing and Stevie Slapshot, a treat for us. Anytime we can throw the old lasso around Chuck Esposito's neck and get him on the program, our dear friend from Sunset Station. We'll be out there doing the shows on Friday. Always remind you, coming in from out of town, the STN mobile app, a sign-up bonus available to you, up to $500. And a lot of people are going to be coming to Las Vegas on June 1st. Boy, I'm sure Mr. Esposito's got a smile on his face today and all your colleagues, co-workers, management, the whole kit and caboodle over there. Yeah, first, it's great to be on with you guys, as always, Be And, yeah, I think anytime we can welcome our guests back and, you know, they can enjoy everything that we have to offer and the friendships and relationships that we've built, um, that we can see some of these guests again, I think it's always a good thing. You know, it's funny, Chuck, just to that point, the news came out about the governor said we're opening June 1st full capacity. I mean, there's still going to be a transition in, in people easing their way back. I just wanted you to know, I get on Twitter, I had a, uh, several people, hey, what about the draft party at Club Madrid? What about this at Club Madrid? I got all, I got these tweets from people about Club Madrid. So they're, they're all stoked to get back to what we normally do. I know we're working on a plan, but I just wanted you to know I was getting that feel. One of the first things I right away, hey, we're opening again. Somebody gets out to me. When are you doing the Club Madrid stuff again? Yeah, no, believe me, B, I'm as excited as you are, and, and you're right. We've, we've talked about it a lot, and, you know, we've, we've put some things down that we're, uh, we're kind of targeting right now. I think the draft's a little bit too soon, um, but, you know, uh, next year for sure. And we do have some other stuff that we're working on. So yep. hopefully after that June 1 date, we'll be able to, um, you know, announce a few things that we're doing in the club. We love having you come out, and we, we love when all the guests come out, and we have fun, and it's like family. So there's a lot of good stuff that we're going to be doing in the not-too-distant future, guys. So I'm um, glad you're asking about it, and uh, I'm definitely listening. So we'll be uh, we'll be back at it real soon. Well, Chuck, there's, there's a reality quotient here. That's great. And let's get going again. But we have to remain smart, right, and be diligent. Let's, let's make sure we're going the right direction. But it's a great piece of news that we've gotten. Oh, it absolutely is, B. I think anytime you're you're kind of getting some of those, um, you know, positive signs that uh, things can start to open a little bit more. I think we're all still going to be as cautious as we can, and you're still wearing masks, and there'll be other, other you know, protocols and things in place. But uh, but it's great that you know we we know that we're going to be able to welcome some more of these guests back, which and and do excuse me some more of these events, which I think is great. Got to be a buzz in the book this morning. You got five baseball games and a hockey game. You know, it's not just this morning, B. I think we've kind of talked about it that, um, you know, having baseball back and having so many early games almost every day on the docket, I think it's great. It just kind of expands everything that we have to offer every day. I mean, tomorrow you've got a slew of early baseball as well. So it's not just isolated to, to one day. 
And then, of course, you've got basketball, you know, and hockey in the evening. We've got, you know, Vegas plays tonight against the Kings. So anytime you get stuff to start kind of early in the day and, and transition to later in the evening, it just kind of adds that kind of atmosphere and hype and buzz and, and kind of cool feeling in the book. So uh, we're happy that we've got early sports and, you know, throwing a hockey game in the mix sure doesn't hurt. Chuck, I heard something yesterday I've got to ask you about since we got you on. It's an NFL draft question. Uh, there was talk yesterday about the Patriots thinking about moving up to be able to get fields. Uh, do you think that they can get up that high? I, I guess they'd have to get up to eight, right? I've seen mock drafts where it's Lance who they want. I heard fields you yesterday. Know, okay, Either uh, it's oh. a QB, but uh, 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 Lance is in the mix too, I think. What, what do you think, Chuck, about either one of those guys and the possibility Perfect. of the Patriots moving up? Yeah, I don't, I don't know how long this segment is before we have to take a break, guys. <laughs> I, I'm not, you know, and we can pick it up after the break, but I'm not convinced that the Niners are, are, are taking Mac Jones at three. Um, I, I think, you know, it appears that way, but I think they could have traded up to, to eight and maybe got Mac Jones. He was kind of the, the fifth quarterback that everybody was looking at. I, I don't know if, if it's Denver, if it's, if it's Chicago, if it's New England. Uh, that potentially wants to trade up for, for Lance or, or Fields if one of those guys drops. But I think that's the intrigue, is that if, if it goes um, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, the draft really starts at four. And uh, I know Atlanta's talked about wanting to replace Matt Ryan. I don't think they go in that direction. I think if they stay at four, it's Kyle Pitts. I think you add somebody with with uh, uh, with Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones to go with Matt Ryan, but that spot's going to be coveted for so many teams um, to maybe want to go up there for a quarterback or Pitts. Um, who knows with, with Belichick? You know, do, does he does he covet one of these guys, or is it a Davis Mills or a, or a Trask or Mund in the second round or late in the first um, that he thinks can be his next Tom Brady? So. That's what makes the draft fun, boys, and it's always great to talk about it. But I don't know. I don't know what the Patriots do. It's Belichick, so I expect the unexpected. Well, in every year, I'm with you, Chuck. Uh, San Fran's, everybody's of this belief it's Jones. Maybe they go nuts and take fields. You know, and then all of a sudden the whole board gets skewed, and then the draft really does kind of start at four. And we had a big development today. Talk about up the Browns getting Jadavian Clowney and your bookends now on defense are Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney. Nothing wrong with that. No, there's not. Uh, but the fact that Clowney's, you know, three teams in, in three years, I think there's a little bit of a, you know, hmm, uh, why is that? Um, you know, and, but the Browns defensively were good last year. They look to get a little healthier this year with OBJ back. We know they can run the ball. Um, so I expect good things from the Browns again. But um, it just seems too easy to say the top three picks in the draft are going to be, you know, uh, Lawrence Wilson, and then it's definitely Mac Jones. It's, it's the Niners. I think they're a phenomenal organization. Um, they, I use the word fleece because I know you like to use it, B. And, you know, they, they did that to the Bears and that, you know, trading up one spot for Drubisky. I'm not convinced it's Mac Jones. I would say just where there's smoke, there's fire, and I would make him the favorite. But I'm not ruling out Trey Lance or or, uh, or Justin Fields at number three, in my opinion. I just, So you know, buddy, I'm just scrolling around. We're talking. Stevie brought it up. I was going to get to it. But we're talking about the draft. And you scroll around and you go to all the different mock drafts. And the one I'm looking at, I guess it's the Walter football one. They got the Bears taking him at twenty, bud. <laughs> I mean, what yeah. one, one of them could drop like a rock? I mean, we saw that with Brady Quinn. We've seen that with a lot of guys. 
I think you will see five go um, in the top, you know, uh, four for sure in the top, I think, eight. Um, I'm not convinced that one of them doesn't fall out of the top ten. Um, and that's when I think the intrigue really sets in. Because would a team like the Patriots or, or Chicago trade up? I could see New England more so trading back uh, with somebody who covets uh, somebody at 15 just to get more picks and and find their quarterback later. I mean, you have to remember, guys, I mean, Jared Goff and Carson Wentz, one and two, traded. Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston, one and two, traded. Mitchell Drabisky, number two, didn't get his fifth-year option picked up. So of these five, there's no guarantee they're all franchise quarterbacks. And then you've got that next group of, of, of Kyle Trask and, and Davis Mills and Mund. One of those guys might be better, or two of those guys could be better than two of the guys that we're talking about right now. So, again, it's Belichick. I think there's just as good of a chance that he trades back instead of trading up. But it wouldn't stun me to see that sixth quarterback maybe sneak into the tail end of round one because of that extra year of eligibility. In about 30 seconds, Chuck, I'll just throw this one out there. The wild card in this draft I don't know if you've seen the highlights of this kid, Jalen Phillips, the defensive end from Miami who had the injuries and retired from football and then came back. If this kid's healthy and he cares, he's a monster. I mean, he's the boomer bust guy, but he could be a difference maker. Yeah, there, there's a lot of guys like that, B. I think real quick, too, I know we're, we're up against the break, is that, you know, who will be the first, you know, non-offensive player that goes? It looks like, you know, it's going to be a Micah Parsons, but will there be a defensive player that even goes in the top eight or top ten? I think it's a really interesting question. And if Atlanta stays at four, I think it's a pit, and then we'll see how the quarterbacks kind of play after that. Well, that sounds like a when will the first defensive player go? That sounds like a prop could end up over at uh, the oh, STN Mobile app. Yeah. Mr. Esposito Making just made numbers. some work for himself. We'll be right back. We are the first 24- SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. Your search is over. You found it. What you've been looking for. The definitive culmination of the state of the art of, of sports, sports talk. talk. This is the winning edge. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, back with you here. Sportsbook Radio, Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. Mark Lawrence coming up in the next segment. Chuck Esposito sticking with us for another little soiree here. Our pal from Sunset Station. So... I guess I got to ask, did you make the number during the commercial break? When will the first defensive player be taken in the draft? That better end up on the STM mobile app. That's a good one. 
I think I was just putting a little teaser or parlay out there. Uh-huh. But, uh, That's a good one. But uh, you'll you'll have to tune in. We're in the process of getting all that stuff put together, and um, it'll be up uh, hopefully by this weekend. And it's fun. I mean, uh, I'm a draft Nick, and I know you are too, B, and it's fun to talk about, and especially this year with all the intrigue amongst the quarterbacks and, and Pitts at tight end and the big-time wide receivers and, and, and Smith and, and Chase. Um, and, and Waddle, I mean, it, it is going to be uh, an interesting draft this year. And, uh, again, I'm telling you guys, I really think there's a chance that one of those second-tier quarterbacks slips into the tail end of round one. I mean, hey, I ain't busting your onions here, but I'm serious. When you think about it, these are all the kind of things that you do do, that, but you could do here if one, two, three, Niners say, okay, uh, it's a quarterback, or, and then the, the Falcons – if they keep it, they, they go with the tight end or they trade it and somebody takes a quarterback. I don't know exactly where it might fall, but something like that where you you do stuff like this over under five and a half, the first defensive player. I know you'll have all kinds of good stuff like that. We are, B. And I mean, I, I'm looking at the board, you know, all the time, and, and I just don't see a scenario where in the top six or eight that, that maybe we see a defensive player go. I think skill position players this year. Um, you know, are, are just at the top of their game. We know it's an offensive and a quarterback-driven league. Um, and I think you look at the receivers. And, of course, you got the offensive lineman from Oregon, uh, Sewell, who I think could easily go anywhere from four to six. We don't know for sure if teams will, will trade up for Lance or Fields if it is Jones and, and, um, and, and Lawrence and, and Wilson who go in the top three. Um, and then the receivers. I mean, you I think was. about the, the big-time receivers in Chase Smith, and, um, and and Waddle, I mean, it is really, really, in, you know, intriguing to see those guys. If that's the case, and you have five quarterbacks that go, you may not have a defensive player go in the top ten. Um, but I think the first defensive player off the board, um, I think, will be Micah Parsons, the linebacker mm-hmm. from Penn State. Just not sure where he goes at this point. I mean, you could do something with that. You could. I mean, again, we're, this is the fun of it. It's all. It's all like water cooler stuff, which drives guys like you nuts when you actually have to, you know, get to work on it because everybody's throwing ideas at you. But you nailed it with the wide receivers. You could do over under wide receivers by pick fifteen. You know, two and a half or three and a half. You know, it, it's crazy. It's it's fun, but people will bet it. But you got to make a good number. Well, it's just like quarterbacks. I mean, I, I'm you know, I think we're all fairly confident unless something you know unusual happens that there's going to be five that go in the first round i think you know the prop is five and a half over or under a trending toward the under but does a guy like davis mills or or, or mund or or kyle trask i mean trask was in the, the heisman discussion so do one of those guys you know do they slip in because teams would have that fifth year i mean that was with lamar jackson remembered baltimore traded back into the first round to, to draft Jackson late, uh, do one of these guys. I mean, could uh, personally, I think one of those guys that I mentioned, those three, are going to be a better pro than some combination of the top five that go. It's just analytics. There's just no guarantee that those guys and that the five, the five top quarterbacks, are all going to be surefire superstar Hall of Famers that change franchises. It has shown us that that isn't the case. As I mentioned with Wentz and Goff and Drubisky and, and Winston and Mariota, it's not an exact science. I think one of those second-tier guys um, still are really talented and, and could find their way somehow into the, the tail end, and that's what makes the five-and-a-half super intriguing. Oh, oh, by the way, bud, 
Uh, you're gonna be making numbers this year, assigning home field advantage. We're racing towards fans, maybe full stadiums too. <laughs> I'm not gonna make numbers on that, but I think it is cool. I mean, it's uh, it's great to be able to do that, and I think we all look forward to the opportunity to be at Allegiant Stadium and and you know check out a Raider game there and just the, the atmosphere and and what it is to actually attend a big time event in that beautiful venue. So. Um, I think there's a lot of positive things that are, you know, kind of trending in the right direction, guys. Chuck, we keep talking about the draft starting at four. What do you think, in your opinion, if you were the Falcons GM, would you rather have Pitts, or would you think it's a better option for the club to trade down and acquire assets? You know, I, I think if you're in a, you have a, a new GM and, and a new coach now, Stevie. Uh, I think that they would want to be more in a win now mode if. If you still have Matt Ryan as your quarterback and you're going to have him for a, a couple more years um, and you have an opportunity to put somebody like Pitts, who I think outside of the, the top three quarterbacks, and, and maybe he's the number two player overall on the board, um, if he's there and you can pair him with Julio Jones and a superstar and a young wide receiver in Calvin Ridley in a division that you play with Tom Brady and the defending Super Bowl champs, I think you go get Kyle Pitts. All right. I I just you know I I keep wondering what Julio Jones is. Has Julio Jones lived up to all the hype in your opinion? I, I think he has, except in one area, and that's scoring touchdowns. I think you know up and down the field and and the big games and the phenomenal catches and and just the pure athleticism of Julio Jones has always been extremely impressive. I just think for whatever reason he's never become that that red zone target. Or, or touchdown guy that you've seen some of these other top-tier wide receivers turn into. And I think that's the only thing that kind of puts him a tick below some of the best wide receivers that have ever played the game is just because he hasn't got into the end zone enough in his career, in my opinion. All right, we got to get your take on NHL trade deadline day. We were on with you at lunchtime, and then the big Mantha deal came down. But what was your big takeaway from the NHL trade deadline day? I really felt, guys, that the rich got richer, that the teams at the top of the board, um, you know, in each division were able to help themselves. I think Washington, you know, helped themselves. I think when you look at every, every division, um, teams at the top really did well. And I think that's kind of the key is that uh, teams that are in it to win it, Toronto, um, you know, Colorado was able to get, uh, you know, make the trade with the Hawks, too, to, to get a player back. Um, you know, the Knights uh, helped themselves, um, too. I think that the rich got a little bit richer, and I think it's going to be a fun stretch uh, down the end. I was really impressed with Toronto. You know, the, the Eastern Division seemed to make the bigger deals and maybe help themselves a little more. You're right. Colorado helped themselves. I, I think uh, the Yanmark deal is going to help the Knights. But not as much, for, and it's probably just coincidence, but not as much action in the West as there was in the East. No, I, I think you look at the West, TV, and I would agree with that, but I think the West is they're pretty loaded anyway. I, I think, uh, um, you know, we, uh, uh, when you look at Colorado and Vegas, I mean, God, these are two teams that are, you know, we're, we're the two kind of favorites to win the Cup that are both out of the same division, um, which you rarely see. Um, both are on win streaks right now. Um, both are, you know, hoping to get that number one seed in the West so they have maybe the easier road. But I think when you looked at the East, there, there was a little bit more – at the, at the top in each division. I think that's why they made those moves. Capitals' move was late with Detroit to get better. 
Pittsburgh picked up Carter. We know the Islanders made the deal the week before. And then the Bruins making the big splash with Hall. So I think overall the Eastern teams realized they had to make those trades. And I think when you look out west, too, Vegas didn't have a whole lot of wiggle room. Uh, Yanmark has to have some of his contract picked up by Chicago. And I think if they were in on Taylor Hall or anybody else, I think both Colorado and Vegas just didn't maybe have the, the room to go out there and, and, and get somebody um, that maybe they, they wanted to get as well. But I think both teams helped themselves with good two-way um, special teams players. The Leafs were really active. Uh, big get getting Felino, but a lot of other guys, too. The defense still remains a, kind of a question mark for me. I think it's between them and Winnipeg coming out of the north, which is interesting. But with the Leafs being so active on deadline day, did you see an impact in the futures market, Chuck? Yeah, I, I did, Be the, the two teams that we kind of had the biggest drop to uh, were the Leafs. They, they dropped the most. And, the, and, and Boston. I mean, we made several adjustments. Uh, the Caps and Islanders have kind of been a, a popular teams with, with the betters um, after the, the trade deadline. But the Leafs were the biggest drop. Uh, and, and then the Bruins. You know, you look at the Bruins right now, and, and they sit fourth in the East. Um, you know, they're, they're six points behind Pittsburgh and only four points ahead of the Rangers. But, you know, you, you hope that with, with Hall that they can roll out those three lines that just become awfully good. Um, so, uh, but uh, the two teams that I mentioned, Caps and Bruins, were the two teams that we kind of adjusted the most after the trade deadline. Chuck, I would say don't sleep on Lazar in that deal either. I think the Bruins now can run four lines, and and they're they get Rask back. They're going to be better. I'm not sure how good they are, but but they're going to be better. I'm not sure either. They they seem to be that team, Stevie. That when when I think they're really good, they let me down, and when I think either kind of like discussion we're having right now, like I'm not sure how really good they go on a run in, in the playoffs. So Rask is the key. I think getting him back and getting him healthy and, and being the guy between the pipes just solidifies everything they want to do. But, you know, I was being a little conservative that, I, that they have three extremely talented lines to roll out, but I think you're right. They, they do go four deep, and when you look at those four lines against everybody else in the East, they are a really good team. It's just, do they live up to expectations this year? All right. He's our pal, Chuck Esposito, Sunset Station. Chuck, always a treat, pal. Thank you. Uh, congrats to all of us. Uh, the big day, June 1. Let's get it going the right direction. We'll be out there with you Friday with Andy Esco, Bruce Marshall, Steve Carp doing our regular deal. Uh, always a uh, treat to chat, and we look forward to seeing you Friday. Thanks for jumping on, pal. Always, boys. Enjoy it. I'll talk to you on Friday. Thanks. Don't forget the STN mobile app up to a $500 sign-up bonus. Good stuff. Mark Lawrence is always good stuff on a Wednesday. You ready for that? I'm ready for Mark. All right. Let's take a brief respite. That means we're going to shut up for a couple okay. of minutes, Steve. All right. And we'll be right back on the Sports Grid Radio Network and on Sirius Channel 204. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. 
Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit uzucbdplus.com today. Glad to be back with you, Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. On a Wednesday, that means we check in with our pal Mark Lawrence from Playbook.com. And, well, let's just say hello. Let's be polite first. You don't you know, like just throw, you know, throw stuff at him right away. You say hello first. It's it's always common nice courtesy. To be polite, yes. Hello, Mark. <laughs> How, you? How are you? Oh, I'm very, very good. I'm very good if I turn the right button up. Hey, uh, Listen, I got to say this to you with all sincerity. Uh, on trade deadline day, uh, them doing podcasts with Cam Stewart, a lot of hockey talk, and a lot of the stuff we're getting after. I keep coming back to the Florida Panthers. I can't get anybody to buy in with me I because I don't trust them. And we know what they usually do at this time of year. But my analogy for the Florida Panthers, remember that Tampa Bay Rays team? out of nowhere, that they jumped out of the gate and they're in first place. And, they, wow, look at these guys. Well, what the heck is going on here? And they're in first place at the All-Star break. And that's a good story. Okay, when's this going to end? It didn't end until they lost in the World Series. And here's Florida hanging around at the top. And we know Florida, and they always wane late. But I think it's a different animal with Quinville. Montour is not Ekblad, but you, you get a guy that can man that position. But I am telling you, watch out for Sam Bennett. I think he is going to go off in Florida, and he brings grit, and he's tough as nails. That was a wonderful get. And this is a team tied for first place, Mark, and there ain't a soul in the world talking about them. And I think they're moderately interesting. I really do. That was a good get by the Panthers. You know, they didn't have to uh, sacrifice the future to reel in a Taylor Hall because they have Bennett as a restricted free agent. He can be here a couple of years. It didn't cost him an arm and a leg to do just that. He's got plenty of real good postseason experience. And I think he's going to end up being this uh, placebo that this hockey team needs in the second half of the season. I thought it was a real under-the-radar pickup by the Panthers. Do you sense the mindset is different across the board there. I mean, we throw the word culture around, but is it different under Quinville? You know, I'm going to give credit where I think credit is and due. Zito. <laughs> and Zito. Guy's is great. The credit I'm going to give to, exactly right. You know, he replaced Dale Talon. He had some big Hall of Fame shoes to fill, but he's done a real admirable job here. Uh, people question what he did early on. Uh, but obviously the proof is in the pudding there. He's put together a, a, a nice assemblage of a, of a team that really plays as a real team hockey goes. And I think he did a, a real sly job in this in the trade deadline as well. So I think uh, Zito's ended up being uh, he's going to end up being the uh, executive type of a, an executive that's going to be in the talk of executive of the year should the Florida Panthers make it to the finals of the Stanley Cup this year. He would have to be. I want to see if you feel the same way as I do, Mark, too. It, it feels like Barkoff is, is kind of a, a pickup, right? Because he's fully healthy now. He, he's, he's playing much better. He, feel, he feels like an addition, even though he was already there. I've been sort of lauding him the last couple of years. I, I know just from first you know, firsthand seeing him develop from a rookie to where he is today, and he's one of the most skilled players in the league. 
And now that he's healthy, you know, he had that little spell where he missed a, a week or 10 days or so. But when he's healthy, he's he's a force. He may be the best player on the ice most nights. And as you say, Stevie, uh, it's like a pickup now that he's healthy here again. You know, they played pretty well without him. And I think with him, I think they're going to end up putting a, a, maybe, a, you know, this is optimistic, but maybe a stronger second half of the season together than they've surprisingly put together in the first. Everybody talking about the East, Mark. I mean, honestly, you can make a case that Central, that's a midful. Whoever comes out of there is dangerous. going to be very, very dangerous. Uh, you know, I like a lot of, uh, you, know, I, you know, there's new blood down here in South Florida for the hockey team, obviously. So, uh, you know, people are now paying attention, if you will, which is real, real nice. Uh, but you mentioned now all of a sudden people are looking at the standings and seeing exactly where Florida fits into the picture here. Uh, and you mentioned the East. I mean, my goodness, uh, who knows who's going to come out of the East in that sense. You know, you got uh, Boston made obviously a nice pickup, uh, so they'll play themselves into the picture there as well. They can maybe move themselves up the ladder, maybe into the top rung. Who knows? But uh, I think while the trade deadline wasn't awe-inspiring, I think teams did get the help that they needed. And uh, it ended up being Boston, one of them. But the question I'm going to redirect and send right back to you, Brian, is who went brain dead in Buffalo with the Taylor Hall situation? I mean, could they not have gotten something more than what they received? Honestly, I have to defend Kevin Adams because I think the short answer is no, Mark. There was nothing he could do. Hall said, listen, uh, I'll waive my no-move clause. I want to get traded. But he did invoke it and say, you know, who knows who was in on him? The Islanders, Vegas reportedly was in on him. And I think he just said, I'm going to Boston. I, I think I think that Adams' hands were tied because Hall invoked his no-move clause and said no to several of the other opportunities. Once the Bruins knew that, that was all he could get for him. And he's making $8 million and he only scored two goals. Well, that, there's that. Right. You know, that's, you know, there's a reason, uh, obviously, that he wasn't in as much a demand as he could have and probably likely should have been. But we all know what he's been in the past. And, you know, he obviously would have filled, you know, a lot of big needs for a lot of other teams. And I think he sort of, it sounds like, held uh, held the, uh, the Buffalo he did. franchise at ransom. And, and ransom, I would say know. this, too. I mean, if he, you know, if he had 14 goals or something. You know, we're talking about a different animal, but he was not playing well at all, and collectively no one there was. The the one, Mark, is like the, the way you want to play the game, we're horse racing guys, right? You get that maiden first-time starter, and the horse is 28-1, to 1, and he gets bumped in deep stretch, and he he misses, and you know he's going to win the next time out. But he's not 28-1, to 1, he's 3-1. to 1. And the one that, exactly. that, that hurts is the Brandon Montour deal. They gave up three years ago a first-round draft pick and a first-round draft pick defenseman, Brendan Gooley. Basically, two first-round picks for Brandon Montour and trade him to Florida for a third. That's how you well, don't dig yourself out of holes. Yeah, that, that was a miss, for sure. That was a swing and a miss. And Florida benefits from it. You know, he's he's going to fill in real nice for, you know, obviously the loss of Ekblad. You know, hopefully he'll fill in nice, but I thought it was a real nice pickup as well. All right, no, so the hockey front's good. What do we make of the Heat, Mark? We always ask you about them in your backyard. Starting to starting to get their act together a little bit. Just, first of all, you want to make sure you're on the outside looking in, get in, and then go from there. Well, I think what they've done is they pretty much settled on the fact that they're going to uh, they're going to uh, work 
uh, Dragic back into the lineup uh, at, at, at a pace that is going to be comfortable for him and the team. They're going to not start him. They're going to bring him off the bench. They're going to go with Kendrick Nunn as a, as a starter, who at one time had been a starter for the team. And I think uh, they'll, they figure that Dragic will serve them better coming off the bench either as a spark or obviously being in the, in the end of the basketball game because he can fill the net, obviously, as well. But uh, that's one ploy that they're going to be doing is playing him as a uh, first man off the bench. And I think it could end up working well out for the team. The other side of the coin here is obviously the health situation of everybody. Uh, it seems like whenever they get a little run going or a little bit of momentum going, up pops another injury, and here goes down goes Oladipo. Uh, the same thing. So, you know, if they can, at one point in time, between now and the end of the season, get everybody together on the same page and have a health-free basketball team, they have the ability, once again, to make some noise. And it's true. I, I, that's my job over at the other job market. Every time I see a Miami Heat guy get hurt, I think of you. They, they just can't stay oh. healthy. I feel so bad for them. Yeah, it's tough. You know, it, it, the good thing is the, they're young enough, and uh, they have a, an excellent coach in Eric Spolstra that will do whatever needs to be done to you know, to salvage the situation, and he'll do just that. And these are the small moves that he's making right now. Uh, now, looking forward to here, obviously, like we said, getting Oladipo back into the lineup. Tell us about the NFL draft. We were talking with Chuck Esposito earlier, and the Dolphins right down the street from you. These guys have been really, really interesting in terms of deals they've made and stockpiling assets and you know they drop out of three uh down to 12 but then move back up to six everybody seems to be pointing at a wide receiver for them but clearly the dolphins they're going with tua but they've done a really good job of managing assets and they'll continue to do that in this first round brian uh you can rest assured that that player who they draft at number six will be the best player on the board. They're not going at number six to fill a need or a position. They're going to stock their roster with the best talent that's available because they need have needs out here, obviously. So if that person ends up being Kyle Pitts, uh, he ends up being their tight end. Uh, if it ends up being Sewell, the offensive tackle, he fills the need. Uh, wide receiver, whomever it happens to be, if it's Waddle, that'll be the player. So I don't think they're concerned so much as to who it will be. Uh, they'll just have to make the decision once that fifth pick is made. But that's what they're going to end up doing is playing the best player available and then start their draft with their number 18 pick in the first round. As time has kind of settled in here, from afar, I think it was eh, Tua, you know, jury's out, that kind of thing. You know, Burrow looked the way he looked, and Herbert looked the way he looked. It doesn't mean you have to come out of the gate and be a lightning bolt. You know, there's nothing wrong with a guy developing. And he was coming off the, the serious hip injury. I don't know how much work he really got done in the preseason. And then he jumped in and replaced Fitzpatrick, and that was kind of an odd dynamic. What about starting all over, fresh, a full season, recouping, you know, the body, the whole nine yards, and what he learned last year. What do you expect for Tua this year? You know, you, you hit it right on the head because he did not play anywhere near at 100% last year, and it's like a golfer that's out on the tour and is only at 80%. You're not going to get his best effort. Uh, he's not going to be uh, finishing where he is has the ability to finish. And this is all Brian Flores, I think, uh, determining just that, that, you know, yes, he didn't look all that well when he did play. He looked fragile and soft, and but he saw flashes. And uh, in knowing that uh, he'll be healthy this year, that's the decision they made. Uh, they decided they're going to go all in with Tua and build around him. 
with a healthy Tua, and that's what they're going to get this year. So I think it's going to end up being a good move for this team. You know, there's some deficiencies that he has, but who doesn't have deficiencies? Uh, we, we know he's a winner. You know, you, the program that he came from, from at Alabama, and uh, I think if they can surround him and protect him, you know, he can't afford to be taking too many more hits. Uh, you know, being fra- as fragile as he is, but I think it's a good move that they know what they're doing. They're building with Tua moving forward. Hey, Mark, due to uh, COVID concerns, there's a few teams, quite a few maybe, uh, not doing some OTAs in the off season, and uh, we've got one less uh, exhibition game this season. How tough does that make it for you gathering information to get the playbook ready and handicapping for next year's NFL season? Well. I'll say this, TV, the playbook will be ready uh, long before any of all that happens. So, you know, we're going to have to make the approach. Uh, our final buttoning up of the magazine uh, happens almost after the draft okay. uh, because then we direct a lot of the things toward the NFL and, you know, what the teams have done with free agency in the draft and play those cards. You play the cards that are dealt with us and uh, see what happens. But as far as the OTAs go, that's going to be interesting to see exactly what impact it has in the league this year. Mark, tell them about the playbook and all the goodies. Uh, real easy, guys. Everything available at PlaybookSports.com. Order that Playbook Guide magazine early. You'll get it before anybody else does, even before Brian Blessing gets it. Check it out, PlaybookSports.com. I get my box of them. <laughs> <laughs> box, is it? I love it, man. We do giveaways with them, and believe me, the people go nuts. It's a great magazine. Mark, we'll chat next week, my friend. Have a good week. And my pleasure, guys. Stevie, Brian, you guys have a great week. Thanks. And we're going to get time out. Come back. Check on the injury news and notes on Sportsbook Radio, Series Channel 204 on the Sports Grid Radio Network. There's a pandemic going on out there. It's catchy. It's called The Winning Edge. And the only place you can get it is right here. Get on the grid and stay there. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. Don't think of us as a place to just hear sports talk. Think of us more as an all-you-can-listen buffet of live odds, lines, matchups, injury reports, and news you can use. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, we're back with you here. Sportsbook Radio putting a lid on things. Scott Farrell's coming up next on the network. Locally, we've got Vegas Hockey Ellen, KSHP.com. Dave Shane from the RJs in L.A. with the Golden Knights playing the Kings, and he'll check in with us, and we always love talking hockey. We'll take care of that. We wrap it up with injuries brought to you by Uzu CBD Plus. Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. You got the gummies, the lotions, and all the good things, and the tasty chocolates. It works. You can manage pain the all-natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING, 10% off your first order. Free shipping orders of $100 or more. Fire away, my friend Stevie. We'll start with the NBA. Milwaukee. I I do like saying his name, but there's something going on here. Giannis Antetokounmpo with knee soreness. 
He's going to miss his sixth game tonight. Either something more serious is going on with that knee or something else is going on there. Uh, we'll move on to the L.A. Clippers. We've got uh, Kawhi Leonard out That's tonight terrible. against Detroit. He missed last night's game against Indiana uh, with a foot injury. He'll miss tonight's game as well. And Paul George is going to take the night to Nothing rest. Carl <laughs> Anthony Towns unfortunately lost his mom. Uh, he missed last night's game against the Nets. He's going to miss tonight against the, the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, what else? Oh, uh, for Brooklyn, uh, Kevin Durant will rest tonight. That's terrible. James Harden continues to be out, but the good news for the Nets, Kyrie Irving is finally back from his personal vacation uh, tonight against Philadelphia. Pay uh, that man his money. In the NHL, we talked about these guys. Jack Eichel with a neck injury. He's out for the season now. That's terrible. Uh, Alexander Radulov for Dallas. He had an abdomen injury. He got surgery done on that. He is done for the year. Uh, Montreal. That's for you. Kerry Price, with a lower body injury, was supposed to practice this morning. I could not confirm that. He might start on Friday versus Calgary. I think that about wraps Oh, one more. Fernando Tatis with the shoulder injury. Good news. Could be activated and start on Friday. In fact, probably will. That is good news. You want you don't want to see that kid go on the shelf. Absolutely not. That is good. Scott Farrell is coming up next on the network. We've got Vegas Hockey Hotline, KSHP.com. Great stuff today. Thanks to Cam Stewart in hour number one. Thanks to Chuck Esposito. Thanks to Mark Lawrence. Follow Steve on Twitter at Stevie Slapshot. Follow me at Brian Blessing. We'll do it again tomorrow, folks. Lions, matchups, injury reports. And-